to my trailblazing friends. I'm Dr. Jen Bennett, host of the She Impacts Culture podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today for your monthly communication insight. Every month, I share a specific social media and or communication tip that will help you impact and influence culture within your professional setting. As a professor of communication, I'm driven to equip you to communicate with excellence. Excellence that will help you make a lasting impact and excellence that will open multiple doors of opportunity for you to walk through. If you're ready, let's get going with this month's strategic communication tip. Today, friends, it's all about confidence. And specifically, I want to talk about what do you do when you feel inadequate for the work that you've been called to do? Now, you may be thinking, Jen, what does this have to do with communication? Hear me out. It has. Now, confidence. It's something most of us struggle with. And let me say, I'll be the first to admit that at different times in my life, my confidence has been shaken to the core, mostly by the words spoken to me by others, the communication that others have sent my way, words that have caused me to question myself, words that someone thought were funny, but were actually hurtful, words that spoke defeat instead of victory. Words meant to guilt me into something and words meant to quiet me instead of empowering me. Words from the childhood playground to the company meeting room. And I can tell you today with each and every word, I have felt inadequate at times and less than and unqualified. Not only have the words of others impacted me, but if I'm being completely honest, Also, the words that I've spoken to myself, the words that I've communicated to me have impacted me. Words like, who am I kidding? I can't do this. Why would God use me? I'm not smart enough. I'm not like so-and-so. I don't have the right connections or training. And why would anyone listen to me? Friends, maybe you have found yourself in a similar situation. You see, not only do the words that others have spoken to us impact us, but also the words that we speak to ourselves impact us. When we say things or ask questions like, God, why would you use me? God, why in the world would you call me to this work? God, are you crazy? What are you thinking? When we say those things to ourselves, We are communicating a message to ourselves of, I'm just not qualified. I'm so unlikely. Why me? You see, when we start saying these things to ourselves, we may start thinking things like, gosh, I've screwed up too many times. I have failed more times than I would really like to admit. And maybe at times in your life, or maybe even right now, You feel as though you've missed out on God's plan A, and honestly, you're just trying to make it through plan B. 
You might be sitting there right now and saying, you know what, I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not good enough. And quite frankly, I'm just not qualified. You see, I believe that in many ways we are like Moses. God called Moses to help rescue the Israelites from the Egyptians. But instead of being excited about this call, Moses gave God five excuses as to why he couldn't fulfill the calling. And these five excuses, I think, sound very similar to some of the excuses that we use today. And I'm over here raising my hand because I've used some of these excuses also. So number one is I'm not qualified. In Exodus 3.11, we read, Moses answered God, but why me? What makes you think that I could ever go to Pharaoh and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt? Friends, does this sound familiar? How many times do we say the same thing? God, I can't do this. I'm just not qualified. When God shows us something or starts opening doors for us, we begin to doubt ourselves. We start second guessing everything. It's as if we feel like we are not worthy or capable of actually being used by God to make a difference in this world. We start communicating these false thoughts to ourselves, which ultimately just ends up keeping us back and keeping us from moving forward into what God has called us to. So that's one excuse that Moses gave to God. I'm not qualified. Another one he gave to God was fear of not having the right answers. Exodus 3.13 says, Then Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the people of Israel and I tell them, The God of your father sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What do I tell them? Goodness, friends, I can so relate to this. There are so many times that I fear I will not have the right answer or the perfect response to something that God has called me to. And instead of moving past that fear, I let it grab a hold of me and keep me from moving forward, all because I don't want to look foolish. And I think that's exactly what Moses was thinking and feeling. He feared that if he didn't have the right answer, then he would look foolish. And again, I wonder how many times in our world today do we allow the fear of not having the right answers or looking foolish keep us from moving forward? How many times do we communicate to ourselves, well, I'm not smart enough. I can't do this. I'm not going to have the right answers. No, we've got to move beyond that. So not only did Moses give God the excuse of I'm not qualified, but then this fear of not having the right answers. And then also he had a lack of belief. In Exodus 4.1, we read Moses' objective. They won't trust me. They won't listen to a word I say. They're going to say, God appear to him? Hardly. Goodness, how our lack of belief can get the best of us before we even start. God shows us something, and instead of taking God at his word, we immediately start rattling off all of the reasons why it won't work. Instead of trusting, we allow this unbelief to grab a hold of us. We allow our mind to believe everything that we've said about ourselves, everything that we've communicated to ourselves. And so now our lack of belief holds us back. Another thing that Moses did was he focused on his weaknesses instead of God's strength. Exodus 4.10 says, Moses raised another objection to God. Master, please, I don't talk well. I've never been good with words, neither before nor after you spoke to me. I stutter and stammer. 
Honestly, friends, I think this is the one excuse that most of us fall prey to. We focus on our weaknesses, what we think we're not capable of doing, instead of focusing on what God can do through our weaknesses in us. But isn't this how God works? Doesn't he love to take our weak spots and work in such a way that all we can do is point back to God and give him all the praise and glory? Friends, let's not focus on our weakness. Instead, let's focus on God's strength and let's believe that when God calls us, he will qualify us and that he will give us the strength to do the work that he's called us to. And then finally, Moses was giving up before he even started. Exodus 4, 13, he said, oh, master, please send somebody else. And this just breaks my heart because I know there are countless women out there who, much like Moses, gave into fear and disbelief. Instead of moving toward the calling, they let it go, ultimately deciding, God, send someone else. I can't do this. So how do we move past fear and disbelief when it comes to the work that God has called us to do? The work that we feel so inadequate to accomplish? Friends, it comes when we shift from focusing on our personal confidence and instead focus on having a God confidence. You see, personal confidence will always trip us up, always. Personal confidence will cause us to look at everything that we think is wrong with us and communicate that to ourselves. Whereas God confidence allows us to focus on who God is and what he is capable of doing in and through us. And when we focus on having a God confidence, then we are communicating to ourselves the words of what God is saying to us. We are placing our identity in who God says we are. So here's another example. If we look at Mary in the Bible, the mother of Jesus, we see a young woman who allowed her God confidence to lead and guide her into something that she could never do on her own. In Luke 1, um, 35 through 45, we read about the encounter that Mary had with an angel. And when this angel shared all that would be taking place with her, Mary didn't voice multiple excuses as to why it couldn't be done. She said, let it be with me just as you say. And then we read in verse 39, Mary didn't waste a minute. And later we read that she was blessed because she believed blessed woman who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. My goodness, how I long to be more like Mary, how I long to take God at his word when he calls me. No excuses, no doubt, no fear, no focusing on myself, but instead to be able to heed the call to trust and to not waste a minute with excuses and to get up and move forward, to have God confidence and not so much personal confidence. So friend, maybe today you are feeling inadequate for the work that God has called you to, the work that God has given you. And maybe you find yourself sharing too many excuses with God as to why it can't be done and why you are the wrong person for this assignment, this work. If so, let me encourage you to study the story of Mary and Luke. And as you study her reaction to the calling that she was given Ask God to give you his confidence. When you ask, I can promise you he will give it to you. But then you need to do your part by moving forward. 
And also, I really want to encourage you to not forget the importance of having someone in your life, much like Elizabeth was for Mary, that will lift you higher. Someone that sees what you can't see, someone that sees your potential and speaks to that potential, someone that will keep you moving forward even when you want to quit, someone that will keep you from communicating those negative words to yourself that can ultimately hold you back, someone that will say you've been called by God and you have what it takes to make a difference in this world. Friend, if you don't have someone like this in your life, start praying and start asking God to bring that person into your life. He will be faithful to do that. You see, you need warriors in your life. You need warriors that will speak God's truth to you. You need warriors that will communicate God's truth to you and who you are in Christ. And so how do you move forward? In the work that God has called you to, will you move forward in it by placing your, your trust, your hope, your confidence in God, not in your personal confidence? Because again, your personal confidence is going to feed you all of these lies. Your personal confidence is going to communicate all of these lies to you. But when you place your hope, trust, and confidence in God, He will not only speak and communicate His truth with you, but then you'll be able to go out complete the work that he's called you to and communicate with others in such a way that will allow you to impact and influence culture. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I know how busy life gets. So the fact that you have faithfully chosen to spend a portion of your time with me means so much and something I don't take for granted. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the She Impacts Culture podcast, the best way to do this is to share it with your friends, your community on social media. Also, to keep up to date with all the happenings, I'd love to have you follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Bennett. Thank you again for your support. May God richly bless you as you impact culture through your influence and leadership for his kingdom. <laughs>